hello everybody and uh, welcome to another episode of Creepin' in the Basement with me, your host, Hot Carl. We are available on all major uh, podcast platforms and then some not so major ones. So uh, there should be no reason as to why you're not listening to me right now. All right. I know you've seen the stickers all over Santa Monica on the big blue bus. You know what I mean? On all these goddamn bus stops. All right. We've been working. Trying to make sure that you guys subscribe, rate, leave a message, review, whatever. It doesn't matter. Look, just show some love. Tell somebody to tell somebody so that somebody can tell somebody. I already know the goddamn drill. I am joined in this episode by uh, Mr. Eric Felicetti, um, a good actor, an even better drinker, and quite possibly one of the best white people to ever walk the face of this earth. And yes, yes, it matters. Okay. Um, yeah, we talk about Mexico. We talk about uh, orgies and uh, testing for HIV. So, yeah, hope you like it. And we're live. Hello, Mr. Eric Felicetti. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Yes. Now, for those of you that have been keeping track, I am here with uh, one of the greatest people of all time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> one of the per- one of the people that has been able to over. He has outdrank. Three grown men on this trip, and probably the rest of Mexico. <laughs> a solid, a, a solid drinker and, and an all-around good individual, Mr. Eric Felicetti. What's up? What's up? Yes. I, I mean, that's that's a nice compliment, but I don't really, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't think all of Mexico. I'm telling you guys like this: anybody that could outdrink Eric Felicetti probably lives a drinking lifestyle. This yeah, man is... I mean, I do have a high tolerance. <laughs> I went to a very big party school, so it kind of trained me. I feel like I feel like you you uh, majored in drinking as opposed to anything else. That's kind of like the like necessary necessary minor yeah <laughs> i did major in something that doesn't fucking matter no matter what your minor is definitely minored in um alcoholism <laughs> um eric felicetti and i have just come back um my listeners know from my uh last podcast that uh i'm not doing too good ever since so <laughs> <laughs> i'm not really firing on all cylinders i think that makes four of us yeah bro i'm telling you right now steven's nose hasn't stopped dripping it's fucking <laughs> He knew that was gonna happen. He knew too, it was. He pressured him into it. I told him nobody even told you to do a fucking a <laughs> bit of anything, and he decided to do it himself. So that man deserves everything that that's coming his Dude, way. When in Rome, though. Hey, know? fuck it, man. Hey, listen, that was quite possibly one of the best three day benders. Actually, I'm gonna go ahead and say this right now. That is the only three day bender I've ever gone on. And when I say bender, I'm talking from. The minute you wake up yeah, to the minute yeah. that you fucking I was go to sleep. Say, we didn't even excuse me, we didn't even ease into any of that. No, we just, woke up at nine, like one person would jump in the shower, and then all of a sudden we're swigging out of the tequila. Yeah, bottle. yeah. Was, and I don't even drink tequila that much. Like rarely ever. When in Rome. When in Rome, of exactly. course. Or when in Mexico, drink tequila. Exactly. So uh yeah, well like, like he said, we would be Laying in bed, somebody would be getting out of the shower, everybody else would be two shots in, and then you come out of the shower and you have to catch up. Catch up real quick. Two real quick shots. It was um, Eric, my, my buddy Mike, of course, you guys will meet him at some point, and uh, Mr. Stephen Barry. Now, Stephen and I, uh, um, Stephen did, was the only one that went to Mexico without a passport, right? So he's already shitting his pants. He's already a little bit timid about crossing the border. It's really fucking simple. We just went into Mexico. <laughs> there's there's not not really much of a check. There's only like so many like people that I can bring there. Every time I go, there's there's somebody new that comes, <laughs> and there's only so many times I can explain 
how easy it is to get into Mexico and how easy it is to get out. At least the Baja California part of Mexico. It's it's fucking it's it's about as easy as it gets. So you cruise in at about forty miles an hour. They don't give a fuck. They don't stop <laughs> you. Not at all. And then all of a sudden you're in fucking Tijuana. Yeah. And then all right, the line to get back out sucks. But once you get through to the gate, all they do is ask you a couple questions if you don't have a passport. And people are like sitting in the back seat, sweating their balls off. <laughs> it happens every time. <laughs> Stephen Barry was the, just the latest of it. Now, with that being said, when we crossed the border, the first thing that I saw, I, I, I didn't know what to expect. It was fair to expect every stereotype I've ever heard. <laughs> it fucking reeks in Tijuana. Okay, it smells like a fucking porta potty. And we saw at least two different Mexicans trying to jump the fence. That was the best. I've never actually seen that. They were really trying to hop the fucking border. There's border patrol right there, like, and oh, they're trying one. to do it. Oh, there's yeah. another. Hey, go for it. We go into TJ. We go straight into Walmart. We're about to go buy liquor. Uh, at that point, Stephen Barry's missing. He's gone to the restroom. We have no idea where the fuck he's at. Right. Here he comes being chased by three fucking Mexican security guards, <laughs> right? One of which is tiny and extremely dark. And he looks like he's down to fuck up Stephen Barry. He looks like he's ready to fight him. So Stephen comes up and he's like, oh my God. And we're like, what the fuck? What happened? What happened? He goes, them, them, us, me, me. I'm like, uh, yes, hola, como esta? I'm the only one that speaks proper fucking uh, Spanish. They go, oh, your friend, uh, your friend, we just caught him stealing. Like, what the fuck? No, he wasn't. He was just one of the restroom. And he's like, no, they, they were trying to tase me. Look, do it, do it, do the thing, do the thing. Now, I tell the guy, I'm like, he's definitely not stealing. We're here with really good money and we're ready to spend it here. And he's already scared that he's in Mexico <laughs> the for the fact, first time. The but fact that he was sweating his balls off. He's not going to walk into Mexico and five minutes later commit like robbery at <laughs> a fucking Walmart. <laughs> fucking Walmart. So the guy tells me, he goes, oh, no, sorry. You know, it was just this girl. We pulled, we got her and she said, uh, look for the white guy with the, with the red shorts. You know, that's my boyfriend. You know, uh, uh, we're in here together. And then we're like, no, man, listen, guaranteed we don't know no bitch. And then all they do is just, they're just like, okay, cool, all right, sorry. And they just walk away. Yeah. Fucking Stephen Barry shaking in his fucking boots. Pale white like a ghost. It's like a fucking ghost. You got to give him the best part about this, though. So Steve, the reason why they even caught him is because he's taking a shit. He just <laughs> finishes taking a shit. They fucking kick the bathroom stall in and pin him up against the fucking he stall said, wall. Said, and they start like buzzing the taser as if, as if to threaten him. Like, he, he's said, going down. he said that the, that the he would have sprayed the fucking wall if he wasn't just doing <laughs> shit. Because they kicked that door and started clicking that fucking, that, that, that loud ass taser. So we buy all of our things, right? We buy everything. We get in the car, right? We, we overshoot our exit. Fucking uh, within the first 20 minutes of fucking Mexico, we get pulled over by like feds, <laughs> like legitimate Mexican I feds. about that. Yeah. yeah so, uh, we're talking big ass guns. We're talking a whole lot of bullshit. They start talking to us, asking, uh, asking us for drugs, right? When in Mexico, knowing that there's this big fucking war on drugs, you obviously say, no, we don't have any fucking drugs on yeah. us, right? And and we don't. We really don't. We don't. So there's nothing to be worried about. Stephen Barry brought his fucking marijuana pen into Mexico, right? And they ask him, they go, do you have a marijuana pen? In Spanish, right? Stephen Barry is now talking to fucking, to Eric, and he says to him, he says, Hey, do you think, do you think they care if I have a marijuana pen? Do you think that's fine? Do you think that's fine? We're like, Stephen, shut the, shut the fuck up. Shut the shut fuck the up. up. All right, you have no business talking that shit. She goes, 
Tienen a lapiceros electrónicos. All I heard was electronica. I'm sorry, I'm a white kid. It worked out so fucking good. It worked out so good. They pull out their phones. They're like, you know what? You guys are idiots. You guys are fine. Go ahead. They let us go. Finally, we're okay. Not bad for a first hour. Literally first yeah. half hour at yeah. the very... Within the two minutes. Within the two minutes that, we're, that, that we get away from that, we get a call talking about... Our fucking cars are getting broken into out here in Santa Monica. <laughs> Justin calls us telling us that like our cars are broken into. There's windows shattered. Do, do we need anything from the car? Within the first hour, Stephen Barry's worst case scenarios have happened. We've been pulled over. He got caught shitting inside of a Walmart. And they told us that they're breaking into cars over here uh, back home. So we're not having a good time. I'm having a good time. I'm having, that's Steve Barry's not having a good time. <laughs> Granted, him getting the the uh, stall kicked in and almost get getting tased. That's at nine forty five in the morning <laughs> yeah. at a Walmart. Not midday. Not at night. This is happening bright and fucking early in the <laughs> in, in in the morning. That's what these guys are ready to fucking start doing at nine o'clock in the morning. Security down there is not a fucking game. Yeah, they do not fuck around. You steal a dollar pack of gum, they will tase your ass at it's- nine in the morning. This is where the drinking starts, okay? We get to fucking, uh, uh, to these little go-karts in Rosarito, right? Little go-kart area, we pay, and we are now going in on a bottle of Corralejo, right? Can you say, can you roll ours? Corralejo. There you go, solid. We're going in on this Corralejo, we play a little bit of this, we play a little bit of that, we're having a good-ass time, the drinking starts. Jesus fucking Christ, we crushed, I want to say, three, four bottles the day one. Yeah. Day one, you and Mike went we in. We drank on... that entire story before we even got on the go kart, or just about. Like we didn't even realize it. That was a catalyst to the rest of the night. Yeah, that shit served as a precursor to what was a tequila fueled fucking rage. We end up at fucking Cocoa Beach. We get fucked up. I lose a nipple ring. Oh, that was day one. Yeah, that was day okay. one. I lose a nipple ring. It's unlimited drinks. We get you're, fucked up. You're buying the sugary drinks. Oh, one hundred percent. I'm going balls deep <laughs> in the sugary drinks. It, it turns out to be a solid night. Day fucking two, from the minute that we take our first waking breath to the minute that we stop fucking breathing and going to sleep at night. We were drinking. We were fucking drinking. We drank at the beach. We drank in the hotel room. We drank in the restroom. We drank at the club. We drank with your boy, fucking Alan Wright. Oh, yeah, that's right. We, 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 uh, We did a little extracurriculars. It was a solid fucking day. What do you recount from said day? From that day, I remember... I don't know what we did as a precursor, like before we got to Alan's room, <laughs> but we got there. You were already wrecked. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm right. talking, like bloodshot eyes. Like obviously we're about to get some extracurriculars. Yes, uh, curriculars. What the fuck? <laughs> but you, you have that look in the face. Like we have been drinking for five hours and it's been heavy. And it's I only, show. It's only like two in the afternoon or something. Very much like that. so. Very much so. That's right. I sobered up because we were fuck. We want to go get tacos. And the minute mm. I got some food in my fucking system, everybody. By the alive. way, I came alive. It, it is so fucking uh, 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 fluid out there. It is so easygoing in Mexico that we pulled out our own bottle of tequila and drank while the server was serving us our food. <laughs> we just started taking shots of liquor. And they never said shit. Never said nothing. Looked directly at the bottle. We're like, all right, fuck it, I guess. <laughs> so we I, they finally get a little bit more liquor in me and I'm like, fuck it, let's do it. At this point, all hell breaks loose. We are balls deep in liquor and we get our extracurriculars right. I have no idea. It, I, I think that if it wasn't for the extra 
I would have probably would have not made it. No, no I, I wouldn't have made it. Absolutely not. No way. I was in no I mean, shape. That was no news. We needed that for your sake. What hundred percent? Thank you guys. As fucked up as that sound. You guys are for, solid for fucking friends. For your sake, you needed that. And look, it worked. And then we went on throughout the whole night, and you were there the entire time, every step of the way. You didn't tap out earlier. Oh, that it, well, uh, well, like an hour early. Day two, I was a little bit off. I had to walk. Which, by the way, I was scared to do Rosarito, just by myself on the street. We got TJ to talk about still. That's that was a whole, a whole other fucking animal. Yeah. Now, I go home to Rosarito, right? Go go back to the hotel room. I pass out. Lock everybody out. Oh, jeez. I don't let anybody back in the fucking room. They have to call uh, security for them to unlock the shit. Pass the fuck out. Day three comes around. Hold on, hold on. That needs to be talked about. <clears throat> no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it so, does. like every other hotel room in the fucking world, you get your <laughs> electronic room key that... Only you can get in with that room key. Uh, that being said, we all get a room key. I come back. I actually leave before Mike and Stephen Barry do because I'm tired as well. <laughs> so I go back to the room. Like Carlos is already there. The keys aren't working. And we've already had a problem with the key earlier in the day or maybe the day before. They gave us the wrong Yeah, they, they, they had been shitting on us. They and wanted was, us to downgrade and was, the shit. And I was tired. So I went downstairs and like basically raised hell about <laughs> yeah. how this was the third time in about 36 hours that our fucking room keys don't work. <laughs> I'm like, it's blinking yellow. It's not even br- blinking red. I don't oh. even know what that means. She literally looks me dead in the eyes and goes, sir, if it's blinking yellow, that means it works, but somebody has locked the door from the inside. That would be me. So your <laughs> drunk ass goes into a automatically locking door hey, bro. and locks it from the inside. Hey, where I'm from, you lock them doors, dog. It's already locked. It's already <laughs> fucking locked. I don't know this. I do not know this. I guess I, it is second instinct for you, so I understand, but I have, to get, <laughs> I, have to, I have to literally sit there and apologize to this fucking woman that I just went Fuck that lady. On Fuck and that get lady. the security guard to come fucking open the room for you. Now, okay, it is day three, okay? Day three, we're, I, I, I at this point, you and Mike and Stephen Barry are okay with just waking up and doing this shit again. Yeah. For some fucking reason, I, I could not get the fuck up. I did not want to yeah, get the fuck that, up. It was a rough morning for you. It was a very, very tough time to be up. Like, my eyes were swollen shut. But you also just said you haven't gone that hard on a three-day bender. So, understandably, day three morning, you're not going to be in the best shape. Which it was is not. Why you just have to fucking power through it. Which, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> See, now that's your guys' logic. Anybody, <laughs> anybody else in the world would be like, you should probably sleep in and drink some fluids. You guys are like, get the fuck up. We need to do some alcohol now. I'm like, guys, yeah, can we... the exact words. Can, can, we, <laughs> can we please not do shots right now, please? Get the fuck up! Everybody's two shots deep. Let's go! Let's that go! Me? Is that my that voice? Is you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're impersonating me. Aren't you? I go, <laughs> I go to the shower. I come back, force my way through one fucking shot, right? And now the day starts. We find extracurricular somewhere in the room, and we and we 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 we, we, we do what and needs to be done. Just like that, yeah. we're back. We're right all of a sudden back. we have a little bit of something, and yeah. two shots later, and you go from zombie to let's fucking mm-hmm. go. Let's can we just please get the fuck out of this room and go hard? We go, we buy more tequila, crush a bottle on the beach. We we, we ended up pat, just pretty much passing the whole day doing ex, an excessive amount of shots on the beach. We sat there around that table and just. Crushed that bottle. Crushed an entire like, bottle to the point it. where we needed to get a second one. Yeah. So we we get lost. Okay. There there's a little there's a little uh uh 
miscommunication. We find each other later on down down in the restaurant, right? The restaurant that's in the hotel. When we're walking into the restaurant, I see Stephen Barry and I see fucking uh, Eric over here downing a glass of Pinot Grigio like if we didn't just murder a bottle of Hornitos, right? You got you got to balance it out, you know. So, so, so at that point, Stephen, his eyes are not okay. No, nope. his eyes are far from okay. Yeah. He's being really loud in a very empty restaurant inside of a hotel, mm-hmm. right? We go back upstairs and we're trying to reconfigure, making sure that everything is going to be proper for the night. Steven touches that bed and never comes back nope. up. <laughs> never gets back well, up. That's where it's crazy because Carlos and Mike went to buy another bottle of tequila. We, yes. At the store that is literally a four minute walk away. Yes. With 50 bucks and I gave him to get it. And then an hour and 15 minutes goes by. And in that hour and 15 minutes, not only are we pissed, like, where the fuck are you? But there's still like a third of the bottle of Hornitos when you leave. So instead of us now sharing it four ways, now it's just Steve and I. And we just cr- back and forth, like literally till it was gone. We were having the best time. We were talking to all these people that were like, also on spring break. They were from all over the place. There's like a mariachi band right in front of us. We're having a fucking You guys are having a great time. Me and fucking Mike had to wait in line, bro. We waited in line while drunk people tried to make sense of Mexican currency. You're the only two people that spoke fucking Spanish. I know, but still, we waited for a very long time. Whatever. Granted, me and him wound up drinking more than our fourth of a bottle, which it wouldn't have been. Which it would have been. So by the time we get to the lobby bar and we're having like, we didn't get any substantial food. All we got was guac. It was guacamole and chips. That we probably should have got more. (laughs) That Pina Grigio might have been either the icing on the cake or while he's sipping on it, that's when like the last two hours of binge drinking straight tequila on the beach finally (laughs) caught up to him. And we hadn't eaten that day at all. The guac, I think, was the first thing we ate, right? I, I, I have Unless a feeling, Unless we yeah. might have had a taco earlier. We might have. That might have been the... Uh, don't think that was day taco. three. That wasn't day three? No, day two, we ate tacos that was, first. All right, that was probably yeah. day two, yeah. Now, with that being said, in the uh, uh, we go back to the hotel room. He touches the bed, knocks immediately out. I don't know where the fuck you and Mike went. Steve is not being okay, and we're trying to get him to get up, mm-hmm. Okay. He attempts to get up and launches himself directly into the <laughs> fucking wall. Literally flops his body on the wall. Like yeah. launches himself to the fucking wall and then like falls. Yeah, bad. it was really bad. So we get him back on the bed, right? Now, at this point, Abraham, the guy that we just told you about, he's coming over, right? And and, and Mike is coming and he's really excited. Mike is fucking hyped. He's like, get the fuck up. Hey, Stephen Barry, get up, get up, get up. And Stephen Barry's not getting up. I'm like, what happened, what happened? He goes, Abraham, Abraham has two bitches and they're down to fuck Stephen Barry. And I'm like, Stephen, Stephen, get up, get up, right? Oh, yeah, because we went into their room and they were saying how they thought he was cute. Ooh. Both of them. So we're like, okay, let's go. Mike, want, Mike wants to be wingman of the year. Of course he does. So he's like, please get up. He wants he that. wants to fuck vicariously through everybody. Yeah. You know, he wants everybody to get it. He is a very good fucking wingman. That very man. good man. He'll take down literally anything, that man. That's the thing, yeah, he will. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so, he knows it, too. Oh, so with that being said, we're all outside because we're trying to figure out how we're going to get Stephen Barry to get the fuck up mm-hmm. so that he can take down one of these two girls. Now, I never saw them. Not once. Can you describe these women to us? They weren't unattractive, but they weren't anything, you know, special. Okay. They're just, I mean, two, they were women. Two cool girls, yeah. That would be there for the night. So, speaking of 
the kind of girls that Mike would take down, they were fucking dimes to him. <laughs> oh, I was like, all right, man, that's cool. Whatever. Like, He's what, like, do they walk, breathe, and talk English? Whatever gets... They don't even have to speak English. Like, <laughs> <laughs> do they walk and breathe? Do they breathe? They, that's do, all they, they were alive. They were alive. <laughs> they so, were, good huh. enough for Mike. So Mike, it, 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 we're all over there, right? And now Abraham says very clearly to all three of us, he says, hey, listen, my cousin's not down to fuck you. My cousin's not down to fuck you, and my cousin's not down to fuck you, pointing at me, Mike, and Eric, right? Then he says, that dude over there, though, if he gets up, I don't know, he might be able to. Mike runs his ass in there, and he's, like, vigorously trying to wake up fucking Stephen Barry. Shout out Abraham for just, like... Pawning off his cousin too. <laughs> I don't know actually, I don't know if that's a shout out. Maybe that's, that's a shout out, bro. Are you kidding? Me? Up, kind that, of. He, he, Maybe he's, he's just a better man than he's he. on some real shit, bro. Because who he he let a lot of shit go, Abraham. Yeah. Now it's not happening. Abraham goes back into his room. Mike is pissed that nobody got at any of these girls. Right. At this point, Stephen Barry's not having a good time. He rolls off towards the edge of the bed. He puts his head over the edge of the bed. And, and he fucking pukes. <laughs> <laughs> he barfs everywhere. De- destroys the fucking room. Barfs everywhere. We're all laughing. We're like, ha ha ha, this is funny. Within the two seconds that he finishes puking, he flops his body on top of the he, fucking puke. It wakes him up. <laughs> almost like tr- he tries to get out of bed and then immediately falls off the bed right fucking on top. <laughs> I watched him do it and I could see his face and I think I think that his train of thought was, holy shit, I just threw up. Wait, I know this. If I throw myself on top of this, they won't know it just happened. <laughs> So he that was, his, that was his subconscious being like, how do I hide this? So, Cover it on your shirt. <laughs> so he throws himself on top of the puke and then he wants to throw himself back on the bed. Not a good idea. Nope. We undress the man, put all the shit off to the side. Ultimately, he's not getting back up. We leave him there. We go outside and now Mike, Eric, and I are on our way to TJ. Now, before we even touch TJ... We see Abraham outside in the lobby. Mike, you can tell he's brewing something up in his fucking head. Okay? Mike is obviously having a, a very tough time not being able to have one of those women come back to the room. <laughs> so we're in the middle of talking about tacos, talking about ice cream, and Abraham's like, Yeah, I thought, you know, maybe later. I'm not hungry right now. And then, okay, 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 okay. This is Mike. Okay, okay, okay. Abraham, bro, bro, all three of us. Are down to fuck the shit out of your cousin. Okay. Okay. So so what's up? So what's up? Mike really has his way with words. He really, 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 really does. So not offensive to anybody at not, all. Ever, not at ever, all. Ever. <laughs> never. He's never offended a person in his life. Somehow Abraham looks him in his face, gives him like a okay, what the fuck? Look, <laughs> and then he's like, I mean, if they're down, dog, whatever. I mean, that's between you guys and them. If you guys want to work that out, but right now they're in the they're, they're in the uh, jacuzzi with two other motherfuckers. So if you guys want to do that, you guys can do that. And we're like, okay, Abraham. So I guess we'll see you later, bro. Like we're, we're definitely not sticking around for this no, bullshit. We're out. We bounce. Now, granted, I need you guys to understand. I have stopped drinking. My body's not taking any more liquor. Okay, I'm I'm fucking I'm done for the day. Mike and Eric. Quitter. <laughs> yes, I'll fucking happily be labeled that after that three-day bender. <laughs> Mike and Eric seem to just be getting fucking started for some reason. 
They're not fake. As a matter of fact, they look the exact same way as they did when we just got to fucking Mexico. They're There's, solid. You know what, like, the level of adrenaline you have when you're, like, you're, like, excited to see someone that you <laughs> yeah. haven't seen in a while? Mike and I are the only ones out of the three of us that understand what it's like to be at this particular place in Tijuana. <laughs> so it's like a kid on Christmas fucking morning only for people in their 20s and 30s. <laughs> That's why I had, I didn't need. And that was my extracurricular. Was the thought that we could end up in Tijuana in about half an hour. These guys are trying to talk me into what is known as uh, the greatest gentleman's club in the in the entire fucking world. I'm hyped. I'm down to go. At we least can go. Out of the two continents, yeah, at least <laughs> out of these countries. Now at this point, I'm starting to come down from extracurriculars, and I'm also starting to come down from copious amounts of liquor. Now, if we can do a tally, I want to say that we're at least, split four ways, we're at least eight bottles in. Mm-hmm. At least eight <clears throat> bottles in. Yeah, that sounds about right. We, we were going extremely hard. We start driving, and in the middle of the drive to Tijuana, which, by the way, is the worst place to drive. It, 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 between here and the United States, I would rather walk anywhere in the fucking world than to drive in, fucking, uh, than to drive in TJ. Mm-hmm. I start to get shaky. Like, my heart starts racing for no fucking reason. My, 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 my body's shaking. And it, I'm not having a good time, but I just kind of don't want to ruin the moment. So we just keep going, and we're in fucking TJ, and we hit TJ. And you hit TJ. Fuck it. It's dirty. There's homeless people everywhere. There's prostitution rampant. Stray dogs. And it's lit. And it's fucking lit <laughs> at all possible times. There's a block there that's just like... Running, running amok with it's, men and women. It's the Mexican French Quarter of New Orleans. Never been, but let's say yes. Yeah. We park the car. We get out. We go into this place. There's this strip club. Pulling back that curtain hit me in the fucking face. And it hit me so unexpectedly. There was so much ass. And there was so much titties. It's, it's a shaving cream party. They're playing around in shaving cream. They're completely naked. I'm like, okay. Okay, this is solid. There's a dildo there. I don't know why, but okay. I, I mean, hey, it's a fucking, it's a show. Eric and Mike know the fucking drill. Okay. Eric and Mike sit right down where the girls are stripping. The girl hands Eric the dildo. And I'm like, why? Why is she handing him this dildo? Well, first she asked me to lick it. Okay, heard. That part. Heard. And I was like, okay, no. We're not <laughs> licking anything in here. I'm putting my mouth on nothing. Yeah. She gives the man the dildo. Here comes Eric. I'm sitting. I'm watching from a distance. And what I see is penetration by way of dildo. <laughs> <laughs> Courtesy of your boy, Eric Felicetti. Right? Now, at this point, I'm like, oh, holy shit. Okay, that's a whole thing. And then a crowd of men come and start crowding Eric. And they're watching him basically fuck this stripper with a, with a, with a, with a, with a rubber dildo. At this point, I realize I am in no shape, way or form, ready to be here at this fucking moment. (laughs) And I am very uneasy. I'm coming down from liquor, I'm coming down from extracurriculars, and I am not ready to watch Eric dildo fuck a woman. (laughs) So, these guys are looking back at me and they're like, hey Carlos, come here, come here. Like, Like you would call a friend to the sandbox. I'm like, I'm okay guys, I'm just gonna sit right here. We go downstairs, right? And I've told these guys that it's a little bit grimy. I didn't like the fact that all these men surrounded him. These this bitches basically let him fuck the, uh, for for free. I don't think you tipped. Did you tip? I gave, of course I tipped like any other random like <laughs> person there, but it didn't cost me like anything to do that. Okay, so, <laughs> okay, so, so 
I think she got like six or seven dollars. Hey, fuck of Mex. Uh, that's American mm-hmm. six or seven. Okay, yeah. fuck the bullshit. That goes a long you way in Mexico. A, you can buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we go downstairs, right? And I'm trying to work my way out of my uneasiness, and I'm trying to work my way into realizing that I'm at a strip club and there's nothing that, that we can do to get the fuck out of there. And their realize house. that if you just face it, it's going to be the most fun time of your life. It really was a good fucking time. Now, Eric has made himself at home with this lady. I've already stopped drinking. Eric and Mike have continued to drink at a furious level. Yeah. Well, I drank the rest of the bottle of tequila on yes. the drive-in. Yes. And then you guys got there and you guys got shots. Two shots. Actually, three, three shots. Three, and then we split I, I, I was like, I'm not drinking mine, yeah. so they took mine. And then they kept bringing beers by the three because they don't understand that I'm not fucking drinking. <laughs> so they just keep bringing three beers. They keep crushing these beers, right? Eric is Eric is tucked away in his corner. He's having himself a good old time. Mike is sitting right next to me, and Mike will not stop asking me how horny I am. He's like, <laughs> Carlos, bro, don't you want to fuck that bitch over there? I'm like, yeah, Mike, I really do, bro. He's like, oh, God, Carlos, look at that ass over there. I'm like, that's a fuck. That's an amazing ass, Mike. It's, it's a good ass. Jesus, Carlos, Carlos, don't you want to fuck that over there? I'm like, Mike, bro, I'm the horniest man in this building. Okay, I please stop asking me how horny I am. Mike slaps a bitch in her ass so disrespectfully that he actually broke code. It's so hard to break code <laughs> in here. And she was like, why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> you you want to sit? You want to sit? You want to go? She's like, no, don't do that shit. You're going to get kicked out. He's like, oh, okay, sorry. Then she's like, give me a dollar. Right? He's like, that's all it takes is a fucking dollar. <laughs> so he cost him a dollar to disrespect a stripper. So when you go to Mexico, you can go to these little, uh, the little pharmacies where yes. you can pretty much buy <clears throat> anything, <laughs> anything you want for a, a, obviously a fraction of the cost. So obviously we go down, we load up on a whole bunch of like pills and when in Rome, a bunch of Viagra because why not? Because you can't even get Viagra here without a subscription. We did and- pick up BB12. We did pick up some B12, okay. So So I already have, we didn't buy any Viagra this time. I just have them with me from the last time because we bought a bunch. And it's like the knockoff brand. I think it's called like Sildenafil or something. It's like the same active ingredient, but like a fraction of the cost even in America than Viagra is. Three pills a pack. Three pills a pack. So we're driving in. I'm like, all right, Mike, you want to do this? I was giving him one. I I already was not planning on (laughs) sleeping with anybody in this brothel and he obviously crushes them crushed so three direct well, that's one dose it's so, still, okay. okay three of those was one blue viagra he, he took them all so when he's that's why like backtracked you were saying like he kept going like hey look how fucking hot she is. because he's <laughs> yeah, sitting there right. he's sitting there with an erection <laughs> the entire time from the moment we walked in, it had probably already sunk in. Luckily, he had jeans on, obviously. But he's obviously, obviously, is as horny as anybody can be because he is a normal aged person without ED and he's rock hard from Viagra. It is important to tell everybody that every stripper that came and, that came and sat next to him, he would pull me over and he'd whisper in my ear, Hey, bro, hey, I just farted on this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's got some manners uh, on him, doesn't he? <laughs> so, he's farting on strippers. He has a raging erection. And he's like, fuck it. I'm going to go do this. So, he goes to an ATM and ruins his pin so many times that the bank actually cancels his card. They're just like, fuck it. This can't be you, right? Ends up coming back with us 
with an with, with an erection from hell. Between that time, you gotta understand. I I I I'm in the middle of withdrawals. Okay, so I'm starting to get the fuck out of there. I leave. I go get some uh, Tijuana tacos, which, like I said, was it was a taco stand sitting on top of a pool of literal shit. Like <laughs> it's the most unhealthiest place to get a taco. I didn't give a fuck. Right. They're fucking good. On the way there, I got solicited twice by two 13-year-old girls to, to fuck. Women grab you by the fucking arm, by the leg, by whatever they can get their hands on. They're going to grab you and they're going to try to get you to fucking pay. I grab my tacos. I go. I leave. Now, Eric had an intense fucking situation. Yeah, so the rule that we made up five TJ trips ago is you need to walk out. You cannot leave the Hong Kong room, which is the name of the brothel, by the Hong way. Hong Kong? I don't think we ever... Greatest spent. place of all time. Definitely. Um, do not leave that place without a accountability buddy because uh. it's too dangerous, especially for someone who doesn't speak the native language. You are 100% comfortable, though, inside of the brothel. I'm comfortable with the girl that I'm with. Yeah. And I didn't want to leave. And then all of a sudden I look up and my fucking wallet's gone. <laughs> and the two guys that speak Spanish are gone. Yeah. And I wasn't going to fucking sleep with this girl anyway. So I freaked the fuck out. I didn't know the whole time that Mike took my wallet being trying to be a good friend. So I bug out. So then I run outside. And now all of those fucking extra shots and beers hit me. And I'm hammered. So I'm literally borderline blackout drunk on the most dangerous street in the most dangerous city in Mexico. <laughs> With no wallet, the two Spanish-speaking kids missing, and neither of them have a phone that works. So I had a working phone, but I can't... Who the fuck am I going to call? Neither of your phones work. I'm too hammered to find the car, and I'm like, I have no wallet. I'm like, I can't even go back into Hong Kong and rent a room for the night because I don't have any fucking money. I was like, I'm going to fucking die. I'm going (laughs) to die. Okay, okay. Now, what happens between then and the time that I find you, or that you find me? I stood outside and had a panic attack for about six <laughs> minutes, and then Mike just randomly walked by. I was like, oh my <laughs> god, dude, what the mother actual fuck? What the fuck? Uh, I didn't I'm know that I'm fucking shaking. So we grab him, uh, we, we grab each other, and I'm like, all right, fuck you, let's just try to find the car. We didn't know that you were already back there, so finding you at the car was a nice surprise. He should have known because I told him, I'm like, bro, I'm going to walk around and then head back to the car. I'll meet yeah. you guys there. He was like... Do you want to fuck that bitch over there or what, bro? <laughs> I'm like, okay, bro. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm leaving. Oh, God. We finally meet up at the car, right? Eric is visibly shaking, right? He, he's pale as fuck. And he has two tacos in his hand. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck he got the tacos, I went bro. to the taco stand. And then I got him one for Mike and I because I didn't know where you were. And I literally was too fucking like, scared to eat them. I appreciate the uh, gesture of you getting me one as well. Yeah, I did. I, I got you guys tacos. hungry, so Mike ate all of them. <laughs> Mike. If we're talking about how much we drank, we got to talk about how much Mike ate on that trip, bro. He ate so many burritos. Oh, also, listen. Fuck it. We stopped and Mike got tacos and burritos on the way back to the motherfucker, dude. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, Mike, we should probably head back. He's like, ah, you think they don't want anything to eat, bro? I'm like, I think they're gonna be okay, bro. I think we should probably get back with the bottle. I'm gonna get a burrito, bro. <laughs> it sticks out his fucking. So tongue. he gets. Um, oh, I didn't even think about that. I gave you guys fifty. We gave you back the a bottle 20. of a hornitos. Is like. It was 21 10. American. That well, okay. After taxes, it came out to 21. All right, so he spends the $9 on your guys' food. 
or mostly his his food then gives okay that's why he gives me the 20 <laughs> then gets mad at me remember oh, no, yeah. when I fucking called he, him out or something he and the so motherfucker upset. takes the 20 back <laughs> <laughs> He's like, like this fine, is my fuck change you, now. you can't have it. This is my fucking change now. Get so, the fuck off. Yeah, I guess I got absolutely nothing out of that. <laughs> okay, so so now we finally find each other. Mike, you owe me $29. So so we're on the way back, okay? Mind you, my heart is still racing, I'm still shaking, and I'm still coming down, okay? I have to drive all of us back to fucking Mexico. Mike is tucked away back asleep. To, uh, back or, to or back to Rosarito. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, he's sound asleep with he's a boner. Dead asleep. Full stomach, full blood filled dick. <laughs> <laughs> he's in fucking La La Land right now. He He's having the best time of his fucking life, this man. So, Eric can't finish his taco, so Mike grabs his taco. Then proceeds to eat the rest of his food and then eats the shit that I gave him. <laughs> Mike is full. Okay. We're driving back. We finally make it back. The amount of people that are walking on the fucking highway in the middle of the night in Tijuana is fu- is astounding. Yeah. Who the, These people really do not give a fuck about life. They're walking dead in the middle of the fucking highway. And you don't see them until they're right fucking there no, it's either. It's pitch black out. It's, it's like pitch fucking black. In the morning. We, we we ran into like at least three swervy cars. There were so much drunk driving on those streets, bro. I just wanted to get right the fuck back home, bro. It, I felt like I was in hell. I was coming down. I was shaking. All this shit's going on. And then all these fucking zombies are coming out of nowhere, dead in the middle of the fucking street. And there's people trying to fucking uh, drunk drive. And there's literally no light anywhere. It, it's pitch fucking black and we're going up and down hills. I swear to God we were in fucking hell. We make it back home, safe and sound. Finally, we come back. We know Stephen Barry's fucking up, okay? He, he had a fucking whole day of sleep. Mm-hmm. He's pretending like he's not. We sit down and we recount and we tell him everything that he fucking missed. Now it's time for us to leave. We're in the car. Everybody is going through withdrawals, okay? Everybody is shaking. Everybody's heart is racing. Nobody wants to take their fucking glasses off, okay? And we're all just trying to get over the border. Getting across that fucking border. It's the, always the worst part of the trip. It, it, always. It, it was quite possibly... <clears throat> I would say it's worse than the fucking DMV because at least you're going to achieve oh, it's so something. Much worse. You're going to achieve something because at the DMV. Because when you're at, well, at, at the DMV, you might be waiting in purgatory hell or hell for that long, but you're just... You're, it's a regular day and you're yeah. just sitting there. Every time you try to go back across the border... It's because you just did terrible fucking things to your body (laughs) however many days you were just in Mexico. So not only are you sitting at the border for no minimum of two and a half hours, anytime I've ever done it, you're also cripplingly hungover or sick or both or, yeah, or having the shakes and withdrawals. In this case, this time it was all of them and it's 85, 88 degrees out and sun's burning right down on everybody. So I got fucking two badass sunburns on both arms yeah you guys just are fucking burning there yeah you know we were crossing the fucking border it took us three hours and in those three hours we were people were soliciting chips mangoes ice cream puppies children everything was solicited Mirrors, that fucking day. L- lawn ornaments <laughs> enormous fucking turtles made of wood uh, fucking paintings of, of Jesus Christ and his 12 disciples. Like, that's exactly what I want on my way back. That's exactly what I was <laughs> As I'm coming for. down off of everything that we've done in Mexico. 
I I got so close to buying a fucking pug puppy. Do you know this? I would have bought a fucking pug. Yeah, but we had collectively like a dollar fifty. We couldn't even buy a fucking water bottle. They I I told them I'd give. I told that lady I was gonna give her one dollar American for one mango. Even in the United, if you were to go to Whole Foods and you bought one mango, I went to the grocery store that night uh, to get like some food after you guys dropped me off. How much is and mango? purposely walked over to the mangoes and it was a dollar fifty. Ah, son of a bitch! Is but it still, really? it was a dollar fifty, but they were fucking ripe, huge ass mangoes. And so a dollar fifty in the USA, it was five bucks from that fucking hustler. Fuck. Still, I didn't want that mango that bad. I'm yeah. not paying no five dollars for no fucking mango. That $5 could have gotten you a giant fucking turtle lawn ornament. It could have got me one one third of a pug. Now listen, Eric, I'm going to call you out right now, bro. When you were driving, you fell asleep. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. No, you I fell didn't. asleep for Hell like no. a solid two seconds. Because I was up and wide awake. I had already gone through my whole withdrawal. Nah, I never fell asleep. Okay. I mean, I've fallen asleep the so, before. I was tired. That's why I stopped and got a bang. Okay, then explain to me what this was, okay? Because... Mike is asleep, Stephen Barry's asleep, you're in the driver's seat. I could see dead through your glasses, I'm okay? Exhausted, I yeah. could see it dead. Absolutely. And, 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 and you're grabbing the wheel, and your eyes are slowly shutting, slowly, and I'm watching, and then they close for one, two, straight up, and then, oh, bitch, <laughs> right into the door. I'll tell you right now, I did not fall asleep. <laughs> yes, I was just did. pissed off at. <laughs> process that we were going through <laughs> i will stand by that to the day i fucking Stephen died. barry fell asleep okay so that's fine that's fine mike is knocked out uh and of course we make it home sweet home it was one of the best fucking trips of all time and i would like to thank you for that mr eric felicetti because i feel like who the fuck was the ringleader in making all this happen i told mike several months ago i was like we need another i think i sent him i had like a in either Instagram or Snapchat, like, memory. You know how they pop up on, like, mm-hmm. Time Hop? It was, like, two years ago, the last time we were there together. I was like, dude, we gotta go back. Like, we need to get a reunion. And then that was that. I guess I implanted the idea. And then all of a sudden, like, a month ago, straight up, he was like, these are the dates. Let's do it this weekend. We'll do two days here and one day here. He had it all fucking figured out. So he was the one who actually, like, came up and just like got the ball rolling he had been so hyped to get that yeah. shit going bro even when he when he was still living over here he was he was so fucking adamant about having one trip before he moved up uh-huh. but of course in typical mike fashion it's a little later when he does it yeah he doesn't plan anything yeah that's why it was awesome it's like all the all of a sudden he's five hours away but now we're going he's like all and right he's like, okay, i'll cool. pick you up at five you had an ongoing joke that I'd like to dissect because I, I still waiting, don't I was, understand. I was waiting till we get to this. Are you talking about the? Yeah, I, I'll say it now. Okay. I still don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So this is gonna be news to me as well. Okay. Okay. You had a fucking you can't get AIDS twice joke, and you said that shit so much that I'm like, I think Eric fella said he has AIDS. Oh, that story. Okay, this is not <laughs> even. This is all right. We're gonna start talking about self-deprecating things. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that because there's huh. a list. You can't get AIDS twice. <laughs> it's a true statement. Of course. You can use that in a lot of situations when people are like freaked out about something. Be like, yo, it's not that bad. Life's not that bad. You can't get AIDS twice. Yeah. And then everyone stops like, oh, I guess he's right. I was in college. I was like 21 years old. I was a 
junior. It was junior year, and I was I used to donate blood all the time. Okay. It made me feel good. You donate to the Red Cross when they yeah. would be at the rec center. They always take like one pint out of your eight pints. That's how much you donate, and then you'd always get mailed like a little thank you card, and there's always like a picture of a kid. It's like thank you for helping save this child's life. It was like the one good deed I could normally do to counteract how much of a scumbag I was. <laughs> and when you're an eighth of blood short, you get tipsy way quicker. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know, you get fucked up super fast. So it was always some of the cheapest drinking nights of my life. So I would always uh, do it because like we're going out tonight, boys. How does everything get... tie in with fucking drinking? Everything always ties in. Back in that time of my life, it uh, did. You can't go to this school and not have uh, it happen. Anyway, one day... After a regular routine trip, I get the email or like the uh, the letter mailed back from the Red Cross, and instead of having a picture of a little boy or a little girl, it's like hi, blah blah blah. blah. Um, we'd like to inform you that um, your blood we cannot use your blood. It was tested positive for HIV. Holy fuck! Yeah, bro. <laughs> and they're like, and then now we tested it again. <laughs> It keeps going. I think I saved the letter for a while and then yeah. I just fucking got rid of it. We tested it again and it came back negative. Now, the chances of a false positive test like this are one in like six or 60 million. Something Holy like that. shit. I think it was one in six million. And I called the fucking Red Cross immediately because <laughs> I'm freaking out and I started talking to this lady and then we're having this whole conversation and she's like, yeah, well, the, the one, the second one came, the first one came back positive. Doesn't happen often if it's not true. But the second one came back negative. So you're probably all right. How, are you okay? And I was like, lady, I don't mean to be blunt here, but <laughs> when you're talking about this, probably okay. It's not fucking okay. <laughs> it's, a okay? Fucking, it's a very thin line. No, there's not probably okay, dude. It's not like you probably got gonorrhea one time. Like, <laughs> it's like you probably are okay from getting HIV and eventually AIDS, <laughs> but you know, who knows? And then after like, 12 hours of that I was like I was actually it was like a day and a half I couldn't sleep and I was freaking the fuck out eventually I went down to the rat like the uh, student health and I got the test and what they do is they take like a little a little pin of blood from your finger and they uh-huh. actually, every doctor's office actually has a little kit that tests for HIV because uh-huh. it's the most one of the most dangerous diseases you can get sexually or not um and it takes 20 minutes. Fucking longest and, 20 minutes And you know, life. like, in psychology, there's this thing called, like, the five stages of coping with a yeah, yeah. Um, a dramatic mm-hmm. event. First, you're in denial. Then you're angry. Then it's, like, sadness. And then acceptance. And I don't know. That's four of the it's five. Part, there, there's one more in there. You go through... I went through all fucking five of these in 20 minutes while I'm sitting there bawling my fucking eyes out, realizing that like none of the dreams I had were yeah. going to come true. Yeah. I'm, and yeah. then by the end of it, I'm like, I'm going to be an HIV activist. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I literally recalled every like person I've ever even touched in my entire life. Like I was like, did I like accidentally like wipe my... I was like thinking of things that could give me AIDS that don't give you AIDS. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was thinking of like all the water fountains I had drank out of it. And like if I put my lips on it, I was like... That doesn't give you HIV. <laughs> it did to me, yeah, damn it. Yeah. I was like, I would be the kid that gets AIDS from a water fountain. <laughs> so it finally came back. Like, I've never shit, like, shook and cried so hard in my life. And I'm a, like an adult 21-year-old male who, like, who gets, like, emotional and, like, sad moods yeah. and shit, but doesn't, like, 
ball like that. Yeah. Like, even over like loss or losing friends. Bro, that shit is tough. Yeah. So he said we were good. Like I love that man to death. His name is Doctor J. Doctor J. Doctor Jabor Ken Jabor. <laughs> Shout out if you're still at WVU. I fucking love you. <laughs> I'm never. I have your business card at home. Uh, I'm never gonna get rid of it. And that so, man told you you do not. Yes, he told me I do not have. Eight, nice. HIV. That thing shook me for like a while. It took me like three years. Like I still haven't been able to watch like movies about AIDS. Actually, until like <laughs> no, seriously, it makes me sick to my stomach. What's that movie with um? What's the movie with Matthew McConaughey? Milk? No, 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 not milk. Not uh, milk. Uh, no, the, no, no. The, where he's Dallas, a cowboy. Dallas Buyers Club. There you go. There you go. One Oscars still haven't seen it. <laughs> I tried to. I get through like ten minutes, and it just gives you like that uneasy feeling. Like you just get like that. That was, it would just give me anxiety. So I've still never seen that. Until like two years ago, I was able to finally start watching some shit, but it fucked me up for like five years. So the way I handle like shit like that is (laughs) self-deprecation. So I started, instead of denying it, I was just like, I would accept the fact like, yeah, I was HIV positive once. Did you ever use this to to, to hit on women? Is this like an entryway? Oh my God. No, I didn't. (laughs) I never. I, because it became such like second nature for me to like yeah. use that to feel better about how traumatic of an experience that was. Uh-huh. It's actually slipped that because I tell that story to fucking everybody yeah. because it helps me like cope with it. Yeah. The more people find out. I don't know why. It's weird. Instead of like keeping it bottled in, I just uh-huh. tell fucking everybody. <laughs> people that fucking... shouldn't know. I was, I was literally, <laughs> I was literally on a date. <laughs> This first date with this girl, this was like last summer, so it was probably like June or July. A girl oh. that I ended up like kind of seeing for a little bit. Yeah. And we're at a, we're at a restaurant in Santa Monica, and first date's going well. We're just swapping stories, and I I I forgot it's our first date, but yeah. we had slept together already for the oh, first time. Oh shit! Okay. I was like, I shouldn't be telling <laughs> someone who you just had sex with that you've been HIV positive before. As you uh, continue to do it. All throughout the Mexico trip, you use that shit so much. Hell yeah! That I was like, I think he might have AIDS. It's, bro. A, it's <laughs> a good line. I'm, I'm like, whoever listens to this, say it the next time someone tries to be like, like, oh man, like that girl, like she really fucking broke my heart. Like fuck her. I'd be like, yo, whatever, dude. You can't get AIDS twice. Meaning it can't <laughs> like, get any, it can't get any worse than that. The only way to go is up. That's pretty much what it means. It, okay, it's see like, it as, from that perspective. Basically, it means. Whatever you think is the worst thing that just happened to you, it can't get worse than that. So the only that's a way. To, it's a positive outlook on it. It's like a, an optimistic way to think of it. Like I know you're fucked up and sad now, or you like just crashed your car and it sucks, or maybe you're broke and you or you just lost your job. Like it, the only way to go is up. You guys have a whole lot of couch surfer stories. Yep. Are there any that you would like to share? <laughs> Do you know of any of them? That I, I, I know, I know one. I know one that you could share or not, but that's because Justin won't shut the fuck up about it. Which one? Is Justin that? keeps telling me that he missed out on an orgy. Okay, in this yeah, house. that was the one. Right, okay. <laughs> Does, have you talked about couchsurfing on any of your podcasts? Not none of them yet. None of them yet. Couchsurfing is like Airbnb without paying for anything. So it's really for international travelers. Both when we're going to. European countries or whatever. It works both ways. And they come to America. So we have a profile. It's like an Airbnb profile. Mike and I had one. It's like about your house, about your city. And Santa Monica is a popular touristy destination. So all these people would come. And naturally, we're going to like show them the best time ever because we're good hosts. Yeah. So naturally, like there's vibes. And sometimes we would like some of the people would hook up. Like yeah. not, not often at all. We had like tons and tons. 
this one group of th- three Australians and like a, I forget she was like South African. This is a group of four friends. They came. No, they were nuts. That's a weird mix. How the fuck do you get one South African and three Australians? I don't know. I don't know, dude. I took him up to Malibu for the day. I think everybody else was at work, so I took him up to Malibu. This is like the third day we're here. We're like we're we're vibing. Yeah, we're, like, we're just having a good time. Took him up to the winery. We're driving back, and we're like they're already hammered, and they were they were just like consi- like continuously saying like you're really cute, you're really cute. I don't know how they said it, but they were basically... I was tipsy enough at the point where I probably said something that I wouldn't have normally said sober, but they were down for it. So all of a sudden, it's me and the four of them. And I was like, okay, in my head, I was like, I do not have the sexual capacity <laughs> for four fucking to do women. that. So what, I, so, what I did, so what I do is I'm like, all right, you know my friend Harold? Like, you know the guy that... <laughs> Shout like, out Harold. You know the guy on the couch? They're like, yeah. I was like, was he, <laughs> do you think he's cute? Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, he's, he's cute. I was like, all right, can he join? And they're like, yeah, fuck it. At this point, they're just going nuts. Wait, wait, wait. So this started as a foursome for you? Yeah, fivesome oh. with four of them and me. Holy shit. I wouldn't have... I, mean, I wouldn't have like that just would have that's been That's a fucking wa- okay okay that is been a waste. That's something that I've completely missed out on. Nobody has ever told me that that was that was the it genesis was me, of the whole thing. Just me. So it's just me and the girls and I was really vibing with like one of them to begin with. I think that's how it all started. One of them is a lesbian. Like one of them is gay, but like kind of bi. Like she Okay, yeah, fuck. of course. She fucked. But she was she had just broken up with like a girlfriend or something. <laughs> and they were like just giving me all these like beautiful compliments. I was like, "Really? Thanks." And then it all started like talking about like hooking up and then all of a sudden, "Okay, let's have a fucking five some." So basically, I was like, "All right, I need backup." I was like, "You think my friend Harold's cute?" They're like, "Yeah, he's cute." I'm like, "All right, can he join?" They're like, "Yeah, fuck it." So I'm like, "All right, cool." So at least there's two guys we get back and all of us like we're all hanging out in the living room like later on in the evening like it was harold came over because I, t- I was texting him like yeah i told him to run down i was like get the fuck over here or, yeah I, I think i don't know where he was um and we're all hanging out in the living room and then fucking mike comes over like yeah. work or something yeah. and we're <laughs> every, and everyone's like hey and we're like mike get in here and oh, you guys like, were already mid we mid were doing? kind of like making out like uh, fuck, we were just taking shots and like kind of fucking around in the living room and then Mike came home, and by that point, it was like, fuck it. So we had already established this was going down. So we all went over. It was still early in the evening, so we all went to the, um, where did Justin used to work? Cabo. Uh, uh, Cabo. We went to Cabo to see Justin, start drinking, then we were there for like half an hour, and all of a sudden, the one girl was just like, all right, that's it. Let's go. It's yeah, time. Yeah. So we go, like, forceful. This was like the easiest thing that's Wait, wait, so, so, so it, it was time to go from Cabo to the house? To, yeah, to have it. F- that's why Justin's pissed and that's why he can't let it go. Because he was working. He was fucking yeah. working. That's how he so was we pissed. get back to the house and in beautiful Mike fashion, he fucking, he's like, let's do it in my room. Yeah, he had yeah, of course. And this motherfucker starts lighting candles. <laughs> <laughs> and putting them all over the room. Setting up a fucking ambiance. He's so romantic. That didn't need to be had. But whatever, like, this should be a testament to how good your fucking hospitality is that four and women were down to fuck you at once. Yeah, That's how just me. Bro. And then I brought them in. My, my, my voice. <laughs> Everybody eats, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like, thinking of, like, thinking back about it, like, the whole time. Like, that's one of the stories that I'll never tell, like, my mom. Yeah. Yeah, why would you? At this, <laughs> in this moment, there's one, so we get, like, there was like one of the bigger girls, like there was one bigger girl okay. and she was just like going crazy. And I'm like, we're, I'm trying to be as kinky as possible. Yeah, so yeah. Next thing you know, there's like 
a belt wrapped around my neck because oh, I'm shit. into that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, you guys are going bodyguard hard yeah, in yeah. there. Oh, well, it was shit. my idea. It was yeah. just me. They were yeah. just they weren't doing that. Oh, okay. That's like I'm into that stuff. And I remember at one point in the middle, I had to get up and go to the bathroom. Uh-huh. So I just like threw on boxes real quick to step out of the room. I go into the bathroom and I look in that mirror upstairs. Uh-huh. And we had been drinking all day. We're in the middle of this. So what I saw in the mirror was absurd. It was my bloodshot red eyes, <laughs> puffy ass face, yeah. hammered eyes. Like I'm hammered drunk, naked, <laughs> and there's a belt tied around my neck. <laughs> That's what I see in the mirror. And in that fucking moment, the first and only thing that popped into my mind was my mother would be a shit. <laughs> I swear to God on my life, that was the first thought in my head. I was like, this is fucking nuts. Did you go back and finish? Absolutely. <laughs> I, just, I said I had to take a pee break. I wasn't tapping out, man. I didn't even take the belt off. So it wasn't really an epiphany. It was more like, eh, my mom really wouldn't be too happy about it. No, it this. wasn't an epiphany at all. I just, when I saw it in my own eyes for the first time, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you did not need a self-help what book the after that. Fuck? No, I didn't need the self-help book after that, but I was like, yeah, I hope my mom never finds I hope my mom never thinks this low of me, because this is the lowest look of my entire life. What happens? You guys finish, everybody finishes, and you guys just fucking lay out? No, I mean, I don't, I don't really remember too much. We didn't, definitely didn't all, like, fucking sleep in the room. Like, everybody <laughs> got, everybody got, like, yeah, we just went on. It was kind of early in the night. Like, it might have only been, like, 9 or 10. There was an orgy going on in Santa Monica at 9 p.m. Yeah, it was probably, like, a Tuesday, I think, too. <laughs> <laughs> Couch servers don't just come on weekends. They're, they're traveling. They're, it's a fucking Tuesday! Days don't matter in fucking... When you're traveling, days don't matter. You're, you know what? You're on vacation. The more I think about it, the less impressed I am with the fact that you could drink as much as you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking drink on a Tuesday. That's the best day of the week to drink. Mondays and Tuesdays are way more fun than Fridays and Saturdays. Oh, God damn it. So what happened after that was like, I think we just went on with the rest of the night. It was cool. And then I think they were leaving like a day or two later. And then their next stop was San Francisco, but they were renting an RV. So Mike and I hopped in the RV. Oh, you guys went too? So, yeah, we went with hey, them. Hey, okay. Yeah. Did you guys continue? No. And ah. that that's what God we kind of thought, assumed was going to happen. Of course, the fuck you guys just had a force or I a fucking orgy. Seven summit, actually. Yeah, that's a that's a solid orgy. Yeah, but uh, no, none of that happened. It was just like we were just we were just friends. They were just fucking really horny one night. <laughs> that one night. That one night. Oh God damn it! Let's do a few would you rather's and then we're gonna wrap this bitch up. Cool. We've been. What time is it right now? Let's see. Six thirty-eight. All right, we got time. We got three to go. All right. I got a few of these. I'm gonna work my way into the into the uh, uh, sexually aggressive ones. Okay, I'm gonna start with this. One. <clears throat> Let me see. Would you rather never get past the first date until you're 36, or eat the same meal until 36? You can choose the meal. Could you, uh, could you also get laid after the first date? You can always get laid after after the or on the first day you get laid, but then you'll never see those people again. Never so, see the person again. Never ever, see no matter what. You, you'll never get past the the the, the first date. That's it. So After you're basically this, alone until at least thirty six. At least thirty six. Chances there are there is a probability you might fuck, and yeah, you I can ra- choose the meal that you're eating. No, I would. You, I would still take the former. You take. You take. You would just eventually like. You couldn't live off the same food. Like you just would hate it so much. You wouldn't have it. You would just starve. 
I'm not gonna lie. I feel like there's people out there that haven't got past the first date for at least forty years. Exactly. Though, I mean, so. if you said if you said I was never gonna get past it alone ever, I had to I give you a chance and die alone. Like <laughs> I can wait a couple more years and just develop good friendships. <laughs> I take that one. Okay. Now, would you rather get paralyzed in the Super Bowl winning touchdown at the age of nineteen? Okay, or live a mediocre life? Now, let me give you particulars as far as that Super Bowl winning touchdown. Okay. Okay. If you if you break your fucking if you break paralyzed your legs from the from leg, the waist down waist paralyzed down. from the okay. waist down not okay. neck down you can still work out chest you can still do biceps back and all that fuck shit. About working out chest <laughs> and I can't walk motherfucker okay so I would choose that one let me give you the particulars so if you were to lose function in your legs mm-hmm. on the Patriots and you won them a Super Bowl mm-hmm. I don't think you're that big of a legend if you win a fucking Super Bowl lose your legs for let's say the Browns the Browns. You're a fucking legend in all of Cleveland. I just don't want to live a mediocre life at all, period. I feel like Super Bowl winning touchdown, and even though you don't have... You stop functioning your dick, you just can't use your legs. You can still fucking live your life. Very and, much and so. And a really good life at that. Very much yeah, so, I don't want yes. to live a mediocre life. What's the fucking point? I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. Okay, good. I'm glad we're on the same page on that one. Now, would you rather get caught cheating by the love of your life and never get her back, or catch your girlfriend cheating and take her back? I'd rather get caught because then I don't deserve her. Yeah, <laughs> I'm man enough to admit I've never from... cheated on anybody. Oh, yeah. sad, really? And I get che- I've got I've been cheated on a fucking oh, ton, and I, I'm just I'm not gonna take any of them back. I never would. You're I, a stand up guy. I try. You're a fucking stand up guy. You gotta you know? balance out the scumbaggery somehow, right? <laughs> I'm morally a good person. <laughs> I just don't physically do the it's like the best things to my body. There's loopholes in in morals. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> Shit. All right. Now, check this out. Would you rather be allergic to the sun or smell like piss every time you drink water? <laughs> Were you stoned when you came up? With I was literally. It was like one o'clock in the morning, and I wrote these down. Allergic. You smell like piss every time you drink. Well, you need water to survive. Yeah. So you gotta smell like piss. But allergic to the sun, you they, can never come outside. You can never come outside. I don't fucking know what the fuck. <laughs> I'll tell you like this. Look, if, if if you drink the water, I just like down a gallon of water and then you smell like piss for like an hour, but can then you, you got your after. Can you, you can, it, it stink? It never you? stinks. It never stinks when you shower. Okay. Okay. But it only stinks when you ingest the water. All right. Yeah. I'd probably just do that one. Cause then I could just chug like a, yeah, a gallon between like eight and nine in the morning. Good for the day. Don't go outside. That's so, exactly yeah. my fucking thought. That's do exactly that. what I said. I'll do that. Now I, I would... Even though you can live a very, very rich and healthy lifestyle indoors at night too. Like if if you only stay indoors and work from home and then you go out at night. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, the sun is fucking good for you. Like <laughs> there's so many benefits to the sun. I don't want to be like a fucking nocturnal animal. Okay. All right. We're getting into these. Now, would you, oh, wait, check this out. Would, would you rather... Would you rather come through your pores like sweat? Like all of the pores? Yeah, like yeah. every pore like in you your just, body yeah, yeah. just ejaculated it, it, at once? It's not like a shooting ejaculation. It's just like a sweat. You just oh, sweat God. come, you right? so sticky. Every time you just, you have to come through your pores like sweat. Or would you rather eat a man's ass? And nobody ever found out about it. No, I'm coming through my pores. <laughs> no way, man. 
No way. <laughs> I'm not touching my ass any day of the week. I mean, you already shower after <laughs> exactly. anyway, so I mean, it would just feel way fucking grimier than normal. I'm gonna tell you like this, I, I do jujitsu, and there's some people that have some sticky fucking sweat, dog. That's where that, that was the genesis of that one. Yep. I'm like, I, I bet you these guys are just fucking gross when they come. Okay. But then again, there is nothing clean about a man's asshole. <laughs> that, I don't understand uh, how any woman would ever do that to a guy, period, even if she loved him. That's so fucking You can talk level. to Justin. Justin says he had a girl eat his asshole. That's disgusting. <laughs> he said he had I love you, Justin, but <laughs> I wouldn't fucking pay to watch somebody do that. <laughs> okay. All right, right. Okay. Would you rather... Where the fuck was that? Would you rather lose every physical fight or lose every argument? And I'm talking about argument with your girlfriend, wife, fucking every physical, physical fight. fight. I don't have to be. I don't have to fucking beat anybody up. See, see, this is where the fuck you're better than everybody else, because anybody else I've asked this is like, I need to beat some ass. There's too many fucking big egos. Like, I just won't start fights if I know I'm not gonna win any. But if you can't win an argument, you're just gonna be a fucking potato your entire life. Yes, fucking exactly, everybody. exactly. Yeah, you can win. Listen, listen, listen. IQ goes farther than your fucking exactly. brawn every I don't single give a time. Fuck if you beat my ass, I, would I wouldn't lose have a fight. I wouldn't have started shit with you exactly because I won the argument. Nobody looks past that. Nobody. Yeah. Looks Looks past the fact that you don't have you're to fucking fight somebody. You're too many fucking chats. Is what you're doing. Okay, that's okay. what it sounds like. Okay, okay, here we go. This one, this one's dedicated to you. All right. Now, would you rather you wrote let, this one for me? Yeah, yeah. I wrote this one specifically. Now, would you rather let a man suck your dick and no one would ever find out, or get caught sucking a dog's dick? Oh, a man sucking my dick. Yeah, yeah. yeah and no one would ever find out. Yeah. yeah, take one of my. You can choose the man too. I'll take. It could be a very I'll, feminine. I'll woman. take one of or my bad. Mexican Viagras <laughs> and just close my fucking eyes, dude. And then <laughs> and drink a bottle of Mexican tequila. Yeah. Oh yeah. You never <laughs> said okay. I couldn't be blacked out drunk for it. Yeah. I would do that. I yes, exactly. You can't get AIDS twice, you bro. Know? I'm not... <laughs> I'm not letting anybody catch me sucking any dog's dick. No. And not only that, gay people have worked hard for rights. Yeah. Like, at this point, if somebody did find out, at least you have rights and it's okay in today's society. No, no, no. There's, I mean, I'm. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> there's everything wrong. Your life is over if you get caught sucking a dick. Sucking a, a dog's, dog's dick. dick. Oh, I'm pretty sure you go to jail for that. Yeah, it's... it's bestiality, is a, bestiality is a like a federal offense, Not in it? Louisiana. Oh shit! <laughs> That's what happened to me. That one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, right. I think we're getting to the to, to the last of these. All right, this is a good one. Why was that one about me getting my dick sucked by a man written for me? No, There's no, no. The... It was more about sucking the dog's dick. That's what made me think about you. Okay. Okay. Look, now, would you rather have intense orgasms that will eventually end? You'll never feel an orgasm after you're done. Now. You can have, you're going to be guaranteed 20 of these at the very minimum. At the very minimum. 20 incredible orgasms. Best of your life. The, every time they get increasingly better. Yeah. A guaranteed 20, but it could be more. It could be more. You're, you're risking the gamble. You can have them your entire life and nothing, nothing will mm-hmm. happen. Or would you rather have the ability to make any woman orgasm but have zero game? Like absolute zero game. You're not going to get laid that much if you don't have any game. Exactly. I'm not attractive enough. But you enough. do have the ability to make literally any woman on the planet have 
the exact kind of orgasm that we just discussed. But what happens after the 20 orgasms that I have? You never... You fuck and you come, but you never orgasm You never feel it. You never feel it. You never feel it. But remember, it could last forever. It's just... that one. I'll take the risk. You're doing that one? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, even if you can't physically feel like an orgasm, at least you're not like a fucking... Like guy who can't talk to anybody the rest of your life. Oh, you're sitting there with a big old dick that yeah. can please anything yeah. and anybody. Yeah, well, yeah, but what are you gonna? How many times you're gonna use it? Exactly. Or even if you, you pay I mean, stripper. every time I went to the Hong Kong room and bought one, I could please them. I'll tell <laughs> But like, I'll tell you like this: if you go to Hong Kong and you have this ability and you and and you buy the baddest one in there. She's, you com- can give she, her- she's getting in the trunk and oh, coming sorry. back to she's America. She's coming back to America yeah. and boom, now you're a fucking nerd with a sexy wife, bro. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? That's a good way to look at it. I think I think that might have been the, the, the most of these. Alright, one more. Would you rather live with would you rather live with roaches or live with rats? Roaches. Why not rats? Rats freak me out. Yeah, bro, I'll kill a fucking rat. Yeah, bro. it's easier to kill a roach than I. I would. F- I feel less guilty killing a roach than I am trying to fucking kill a rat. Bro, I can murk a rat. I, I cannot kill a roach, bro. Why? They're I, significantly smaller. I understand. Well, that. you actually physically can't kill a roach, aren't they? Invincible or something? No, you can squish them. You, can you squish can't them. like. They won't die. Chemicalize them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> not nah, roaches. I fuck I fuck with rats, but that's because I can murk them. No, you know what? Rat rats also leave a bigger pile of shit behind than roaches. Like roaches are just there. If my dog wasn't a pussy and <laughs> would fight like attack rats like yeah. every other dog, then yeah. there'd be a different story. Because then he could take out most of them, but he doesn't. Um, Eric, is there anything you need to plug? Uh, you can plug your Instagram if you have anything coming out. If there's anything that you'd like people to see or anything that you'd like people to yeah, do. check out my SoundCloud. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I got this new mixtape out. <laughs> oh no, oh, man, I'm good. All right, sounds good, everybody. Uh, Eric Felicetti, thank you so much for coming by. Later, man. Until next time. Until next time. Deuce.